I was solo camping out in the wilderness and in the middle of the night I hear people approaching. I popped my head out of the tent and I see a group of people with headlamps approaching. I got back in the tent and hoped they'd pass on by, but no, they set up two tents right next to mine. And they didn't speak to each other at all while setting up. I was on edge the until morning. I got up at first light, packed up and got out of there. About seven years ago, my friends and I were on a portage trip through Algonquin Park in Ontario. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A few days into the trip, we made camp on a large island in the northern part of the park. My one buddy and I had our one-man tents close to each other on one side of the site and my other two buddies had set up on the other side of the clearing. I don't sleep great on camping trips, but I finally managed to nod off after we had cleaned camp and hoisted our food up in the tree. Sometime in the middle of the night I woke up to something screaming in the woods. I called quietly to my buddy in the tent next to me, he acknowledged that he heard it too. It didn't last long, and if I had to guess, I'd say it was a rabbit or deer being eaten. Sleep really didn't come easy for the rest of the trip. I'm backpacking alone right around the time Slender Man was getting popular. Ended up on a longer than planned day that had me hiking well into the night. The area I was hiking had the sort of encroaching trees that look like they're closing in on you. I was fine at first since I'd hiked alone at night plenty of times and I was prepared with a headlamp. Around 9pm or so, I was starting to feel a bit uneasy and starting talking to myself and singing aloud to ensure that I wouldn't surprise any wild animals. I started getting very uncomfortable, but just around the corner I knew I would hit the campsite by the lake, but I could finally go to sleep and shake the feeling that something might be following me. As I approached and the lake came into view I was relieved to see two other campers with headlamps and I called out to say hello. But then they disappeared. At that point I found there was nowhere to go, but farther along the trail that wrapped around the lake since there was no campsite here. So I kept walking, keeping a steady pace along the edge of the lake. I was sure it was a mountain lion and I wanted to get away from there as quickly as possible. The encroaching trees became even tighter as they were all I could see with my headlamp killing my night vision making everything else dark. Finally, I reached the other side of the lake, and I was thirsty, 
but didn't dare bend down to the lake for water. I glanced up at the hillside and only 100 feet away the glowing eyes appeared to suddenly lift up and lower as soon as I looked at them. I knew I was the prey. Luckily, there happened to be a park restroom way out here so I quickly made my way inside, locked the door, and had what was not my most unpleasant night out. When I woke up the next morning I decided to cut out the final day of hiking and walk 20 miles right out of the park. I decided to go camping for a night with my roommate and girlfriend. We decided on a place 30 minutes away but we couldn't get there until later and I still had to pick my girlfriend up. It's dark by the time I get back with her and I left my roommate to tend the fire and watch our stuff. Of course, we forgot a can opener for the sloppy joes we were making. So my girlfriend being the personable girl she is, walks over to the neighboring campsite and asks for a can opener and they hand her a large hunting knife and tell her to just stab the cans. It works and she returns the knife. No problems. Around 11.30 at night we're almost done cooking and I overhear the neighbors from before start to act pretty strange. I'm a relaxed and calm person and not easily spooked but shit was starting to get weird. At this point I turn to their campsite and I see them on the path towards our camp. Bear in mind it's almost midnight and quiet hours are long past, regardless of that, they start talking very loudly and I couldn't quite understand them. Except for one phrase by the woman of the couple that was coming towards us. Dear diary, indeterminate, now I'm shitting a brick as they're 10 yards from us and standing at the entrance of our campsite. My girlfriend is still cooking but my roommate and I take notice of the flashlights pointed right at us. My roommate says hello and they just stare at us directly in the eye and loudly say to themselves it seems they have extinguished their fire. I slowly stand up and back away and tell my girlfriend to turn off the flashlight and get ready to leave. She says I'm paranoid and to stop freaking out, that they were nice people. She passes out in the hammock. And I'm left watching them. The rest blurred together. At one point they were crawling through the woods on their knees and I knew this because I saw their headlamps moving around. Then they came back to our camp and were only 5 yards from my sleeping girlfriend in her hammock. I calmly get up and tell her that it's time to go to bed. There's a sprinkling of other events but those were some of the strangest. My dad and I had been backpacking, we were all alone hadn't seen anyone in miles. We had no cell service. Set up camp that night, hung our bare bag across the river, made sure no food slash food dishes near us, and tucked in for the night. We both woke up a few hours later, and a growl comes from outside the tent. A really deep angry growl. My dad and I are shitting ourselves when the growling stops. We hear the leaves and twigs snapping by the tent, and could make out some sort of figure. It eventually left, but little sleep was had that night. I was backpacking with a group of 12 people in the mountains in New Mexico. Sometime in the middle of the night while everyone was asleep we were all suddenly woken by the ground shaking and what sounded like an explosion. We all stuck our heads out of our tents at the same time but it was pitch black outside, and no one could explain what happened. 
My guess is maybe a fighter jet broke the sound barrier above us, or you know, aliens. I went hiking with a group of friends last year. It was at a campsite where the only bathroom is by the parking lot about 500 feet from where I was camping. I woke up in the middle of the night having to pee really badly. I tried to find a flashlight so I could see but couldn't locate one and my phone was dead. So I had to slowly walk through the incredible darkness of the woods to the bathroom by myself without any light. The issue is that I could feel I was being watched by something. I swear I could hear crunching twigs over the sound of the screeching bugs in the forest next to me. A couple of times I'm pretty sure I saw a large dark figure in my peripherals as I was walking. My heart was pounding and I thought for sure I was going to be attacked. I got to the bathroom safely but decided I wasn't going to walk all the way back to camp. I found one of my friend's cars unlocked and slept there the rest of the night. Hiked into the Venezuelan slash Brazilian Amazon jungle with a friend, no guide, no trail and limited information from locals. What they did tell us, was to watch out for tigers, really, tigers. We were pretty sure there were none in the Amazon, so we kind of ignored that part. Night 3 in the jungle, dark, very dark. We both woke up to a really weird sound. I should say that I'd woken up, and I'd been pretty sure my friend had done also. I had been paralyzed from the sound, in my hammock just waiting for more noise, hoping it was just jungle paranoia. The noise started again, a weird guttural animal noise followed by splitting branches and crackling bushes. This time I grabbed a torch to point it at the spot I thought the noise had been coming from. Nothing. Silence and darkness eating at the side of my light. I didn't sleep much for the rest of that night. The next morning I discussed the nighttime activities with my friend. He indeed had been awake, and in fact, like me, had been terrified. He only had candles and had been unable to do much but lie still. Were we visited by a tiger? At the time that's what our brains were saying. But now, come on. There's no such things as tigers in the Amazon. I was in my single person tent. I heard this scratching noise outside. I'm freaking out, it's like right outside. So I arm myself with my knife and a super bright flashlight. I'm pumping with adrenaline and ready to F up whatever's out there. I peek my head outside the tent and blast that light around. Nothing. So I go back in and try to sleep. A few moments later I hear the noise again. I sneak out this time trying to get the jump on it. Again nothing. After a few more times I rig my rain fly up so I can see outside and catch whatever is creeping on me. I shine my light out after hearing the noise again. It's a beetle that's stuck flipped upside down next to my tent stake. I was so hyped up and wired ready to fight I ended up not sleeping at all. I wasn't camping but I was out in the woods with some friends at night and while we were venturing, a friend got a call from his mom saying that there had been a shooting and the runner had fled into the same bush that we were in. 
We decided to head back which still would have taken 20 minutes to get back. On our way we heard weird shit but it was paranoia mostly. But then we hear this loud gunshot close to us. Me and a friend hear a bullet was past us and at that point we book it straight the hell out. We don't know if it was the same guy but we could have died that night. I was once backpacking in New Mexico. We were going through this valley, and it was getting pretty late, so we decided to stop for the day and set up camp. As it was getting dark there was just this general feeling of unease. When going into my tent and laying in my sleeping bag, I remember this feeling of something watching me from the top of the mountain. The next day we pack up and head out. Maybe 100 yards down the trail from our campsite we find a deer that had been recently killed and eaten by a mountain lion. The lion must have been near our camp, and if it hadn't found that deer, we could have had a very bad night. The whole thing still gives me the heebie-jeebies. Camping in upstate New York near Lake George the 1st M2006, I woke up around 5am to take a piss. I walk outside the tent, and it's foggy as hell. Walk about 20 feet and hear what sounds like the roar of a lion or a bear. I ran back to my tent and held my piss until more people were awake. I'm very skeptical when it comes to things like Bigfoot, but after reading about the area, I found that there were supposed Bigfoot sightings a few miles from the camp, and audio clips on the website of what people had recorded matched what I had heard on my journey to take a piss. I was in Indian Guides as a kid. We went on a father-son camping trip one year. One of the counselors got a bit handsy with me, my dad pulled a knife on him. I've if the scariest experiences of my life. I didn't understand why my dad was so angry with the guy until I was older, and my father had been dead for a few years. I just thought my dad had freaked out for no reason. The only person my father told was my mother's father, my mother doesn't know to this day, at my grandfather's request. He never wanted to worry her, and I don't want to tarnish a good memory for her. Not to me, but my older brother and his girlfriend were camping in Minnesota. They usually try to camp more away from the main campsites, so they had their little tent away from any other campers. In the middle of the night they heard a bunch of commotion and they realized there were some animals outside the tent. My brother opened the tent and got out and tried scaring whatever it was away. There were at least six to seven raccoons going. you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Going through their supplies and trying to tear through the tent. I don't know the details entirely, but that's the basis of it. Still don't know how they got them to leave, but they ended up with supplies everywhere in a torn up tent. They both hate raccoons with a deep passion after that. Didn't happen to me, so I think it's really funny. A few year back me and my boyfriend went camping with some friends we kept hearing branches break loud thumps. Really creepy stuff although the night. After a while of hearing these sounds our friends went to check out the sounds while me and my boyfriend stayed at the campsite. Then me and my boyfriend hear something running at us from the opposite direction than our friends went like, something really big running at us but nothing came out of the woods. Later on our friends told us that they were making the sounds by throwing rocks and stuff but they didn't run at us we still have no idea what it was. My girlfriend and I went to visit some people and stayed at a campground. Mistake 1. We did not know that it was not a pull-in camp, but a walk in sight about 2 miles into the woods. After lugging way too much stuff into the woods and setting up camp we went into town to meet our friends. Mistake 2. We decided to go to a movie. The Blair which was playing and we had no idea what it was about. This was before it was really advertised and we were not so sure it wasn't actual found footage. Fast forward to around 1am and walking back to our campsite. Nothing really happened. But we heard every noise the forest had to offer and I've never been more creeped out in my life.
Camping is often creepy and strange. Here are some scary ones, camping in a small tent at high altitude during a lightning storm. It was a very open area. With the pouring rain and no access to better shelter, we were stuck there for 12 hours. Windstorm on an Alaskan beach that kept me up all night. I used a walking stick to keep the windward side of the tent up. When I finally emerged in the morning all of the other campers had bailed in the night and mine was the only tent standing. Another windy night I could swear two owls were mating on the top tent pole. It was the weirdest commotion and I never went out to look. Something cast a moon shadow on my tent one night, could have been a deer or elk or aliens. An earthquake in a tent at sea level. Tsunami worries all night. Again in Alaska. A while back in South Africa I was on a school camping trip. Me and a friend shared a tent, on the last night we stayed up later than others talking about random shit, then we started hearing weird scraping slash tiny chip packet sounds around the tent. We got scared as F, both kept quiet and did some sign language, the sound kept on coming and going until we fell asleep. The day after we asked around and no one did shit apparently. Whilst taking down tent we found a almost meter long snake in there. A bunch of us stupid kids decided to do a seance on our high school music camp. So we left the cabins and found this perfect concrete circle just down the dark end of the field. There was this one creepy ass house next to the campsite with one creepy ass window with the light on. Classic teen horror setup really. Anyways, we dick around a bit, not many of us taking it seriously. Eventually we settled down into the alright let's give this a serious try phase. I couldn't take my eyes off that damn window. And things started just feeling weird, so noped back up to the cabins. When I got back up there, I heard one of the girls scream and they all got up real quick and ran back up to the cabins. I turned around just in time to see a white flash, looked like a camera flash. They said they called out to spirits, saw that white flash and after the flash there was just this black figure standing there. Easily could have been disgruntled homeowner sick of kids doing shit, but we never looked into it further. Needless to say I don't think anybody slept well that night. Still my favorite this one time, at band camp story though. When I was young I was in Cub Scouts. I was in my tent with my dad everyone had gone to bed for the night. I hear a low growling snorting sound. I tried to wake my dad up but he just shrugged me off saying someone was snoring and went back to sleep. Next morning we get up and just about 20 feet from the campsite where our car was parked with the food locked inside a huge paw print was on one of the windows from a bear that had been checking things out. So yeah at least one bear was just outside my tent that night. Freaked me right out. Camping in the woods, several miles from any civilization, far enough away from town that there's next to no light pollution. We had some camp lanterns set up outside the tents. The area we were camping in has been known to have feral pigs, 
So I think the prospect of some wild sausage creeping up on us was enough that we thought we needed the lights. They've never been known to attack anyone in our area, but people do hunt them. It was probably around 2 in the morning when my friends and I finally decided to go to bed after sitting awake for a while, just enjoying our camping trip. A little after that, when my so and our friend had fallen asleep I saw a shadow pass slowly over the lanterns, and I heard some dead leaves rustling, which sounded like more than one animal, then nothing. The shadow itself looked like a pig, short, stocky, nothing resembling a bobcat or some other creature. However, the area we were camped in had some soft, sand-like moist dirt. Naturally, after seeing the shadow last night, I looked for tracks around our campsite. The only thing I found was a single distinct pig print next to the campfire. Absolutely nothing else. It was the most bizarre experience I've ever had. A couple years ago my sister decided that we were all gonna climb a mountain, more like a few hour uphill hike, nearby, so we decided to camp at the base the morning before. For some reason no one would let me share a tent with them, I'm with family and people I've known most my life, it's the middle of winter and I'm sleeping outside with two sleeping bags, it's cold. Fast forward a few hours, everyone's asleep, my phone's dead and I'm still not tired. I start to hear bells from out in the woods, which is everywhere around us. Just a few jingles from one direction then I'd hear it from a completely different area. And it was a full moon so I could see almost everything within a 150 meters, 500 feet, and there was nothing that would be making a noise like that. Might not seem that scary but it was pretty terrifying in the moment. Also I saw a giant ass snake on the hike, that was pretty scary. So Patrick and I are heading to Canada in my van. We've been driving for 14 hours when we find a dirt road that ends next to a pond. Pat sets up his tent, I just pass out in the van. About 3 AM Pat wakes me up saying there was something in the woods. I listen and don't hear anything. It's pitch black out, we're in the middle of nowhere. I sit up for a while listening for bear or some shit, I don't know we're city boys. Finally I fall asleep and Pat wakes me up again, saying there is something in the woods. Listen again, nothing. I tell Pat he's crazy and leave me alone, I've been driving all goddamn day and I'm shot. Sunrise rolls around and Pat has just fallen asleep. I wake up and take a leak. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I look into the woods and see a field full of sheep just through the tiny sliver of woods. The sheep were lucky it was dark, pat as a horn dog. It wasn't exactly creepy at the time but it was afterwards. A couple of friends and I wanted to go camping on shrooms which only one friend had done before. So we pack up and get going. Sun is starting to set by the time we get set up and they start to kick in. My two friends want to go exploring once night had fallen so we all go and make it maybe a quarter mile into the woods when I just get the urge to go back. I tell them laters and just, turn back. Now at the time, nothing bad was in my head, I was just enjoying a nice walk through the woods. At night. There's plenty of stars and the moon is bright, but I had no light and no phone, nothing. Just walking aimlessly back to camp. I make it back in one piece and at this point just lie down and somehow get my music player going when a little while later this huge red neck decked out two mile to the Galan truck drives up. We say hello and he and his girlfriend? Invite me to the next campground for drinks and stuff as they're having a big party with lots of friends. I decline and wish each other a good night and then about an hour later my two friends show back up. Now the scary part about this is that I walked back through the woods by myself, if I had gotten lost, I'd be lost. Those guys at the party next door were very drunk and firing off guns like a mother f and my friends could have easily walked into their camp and caused them to shoot at them. But luckily not a single shit went down and it's still one of my greatest camping experiences. Also, we're pretty sure we saw a UFO over the mountains and between the three of us still can't determine what it was. I was camping near Conundrum Hot Springs in Colorado. I had to take a dump so I went uphill to see if I could find a secluded spot away from the main site. I spotted a small building and thought maybe it had a toilet. I went up to it and looked inside and found that it was just for walls, no door, dirt floor. And piled on the floor was a bunch of cow carcasses. It didn't smell and it looked like they had been there a while. My first thought was that some wild animal like a bear or mountain lion had killed them. But that didn't make much sense. Later I learned from some of the locals that a few cows had gotten lost in the winter and went into the building to try and take shelter. I must preface this by saying that my partner is a very brace man when faced with wild animals. We live in a remote region of northern British Columbia and he has spent almost every moment of free time in the bush. I gauge how concerned I should be by his reactions. He and I went camping, with the camper, this past May long. I was in charge of organizing all of our dog's vet work and her spay date came and went without me noticing. She went into heat right around our trip. We considered cancelling the trip because of this but figured it wouldn't likely be a big deal. Our spot was about as remote as one could get with a truck, camper, and boat. We enjoyed spotting the grizzlies, black bears, coyotes, 
moose and deer on the road in, the place was lousy with both bears. I asked if the coyotes would likely cause a fuss because of her heat and I got a stern reminder that coyotes shouldn't be given a second though, but definitely keep our six for wolves. Sitting around the fire that night I heard the beautiful sound of wild canids. I called his attention to the coyotes calling. He shut up a moment and listened then ran so fast into the camper and shrieked grab the dog. We listened to the wolves for about an hour before they faded off. It was so beautiful but that brief moment of freak out was probably the most scared I have been while camping. It also kept me concerned for our safety a little while we were out and about. I was at a campground and sleeping in a pretty small tent all by myself. Unfortunately I had set up my tent in a spot where the single lamppost in the entire place shined right into my tent, right outside the bathroom, but luckily by that night I was too drunk to care. It must have been around 3am when I woke up for whatever reason and there was this outline of a man framed on the side of my tent. Now I realize now that he must have just been waiting for his kid to get done in the bathroom or something. But my inebriated brain thought this random ass man was standing right outside my tent staring at me for 15 minutes straight. Those 15 minutes scared the shit out of me. One of Yosemite when I was 15. Tent camping. The first night there, I woke up freezing my ass off so I struggled into another pair of sweats and sweatshirt. I work up the two other girls in my tent because my sleeping bag was nylon and all that when I moved around. Just as I was settling back into sleep, I heard a very deep, almost concussive, sound just outside the tent. Like, right the F there. Right on the other side of that thin, thin nylon tent. The beat went through camp and ate a bunch powdered Gatorade, and obliterated the can, there was green powder everywhere and ate through a bottle of ketchup someone had left out. Nobody was murdered, which was a huge plus. The bear went through our camp the next two nights, but we were super compliant with putting our food in those big metal locking bins. I will never forget hearing a bear groan outside my fragile tent on a frigid August night. It was absolutely terrifying. Camping in New Zealand, parked up in the middle of nowhere, literally nobody else is at this huge, empty campsite. Watching a video on the laptop when headlights appear, a car drives all the way through the site and parks about 10 yards from us, headlights on. We get a bit freaked out as there's nobody else for miles and this site is so big and empty there's no reason for the car to be parked there. The only weapon I have, frying pan aside, is my Leatherman knife so I get it out and hold on to it. After about 30 minutes the car leaves. To this day I don't know if they were kids just parking up for some sex, joints, whatever, possibly murderers, robbers. Just glad they left. Parked up only in more occupied sites from that night onwards. In 2012, I was climbing Mount Whitney with my uncle and aunt, and we made camp about a mile from the peak. 
woke up in the middle of the night because I heard something scratching my tent. I assumed it was my uncle messing with me. So I went outside I saw the biggest squirrel I had ever seen in my life. It was trying to get into our food canister. I shoot it away and the thing hissed at me. I got back in my tent and went back to sleep. I wasn't about to die to a roided out squirrel. Turned out to be a damn marmot. So my wife and I were sitting around the campfire. I mentioned that we need to keep camp cleaner because of bears. That night we woke up to our pots and pans being knocked around. So I yelled hey, whatever it was it didn't care. My mind instantly went to bear. I mean what else isn't going to run away at the sound of a man's voice. My wife hands me a little machete, it was at this point I was very sad to be the man in the relationship. So I summed up the courage to see what it was. As I stepped outside the tent my flashlight came upon a damn raccoon, three of them to be specific. I was so happy. In my mind, I was stepping out to a bear. That was the most scared I have ever been while camping and the whole time it was just a bunch of dickhead raccoons. I was camping in a campground in the woods and the campers across from us had really bright lights and they were positioned oddly. There was a raccoon going around the outside of my tent I didn't know it was a raccoon. It was really late at night I thought it was someone trying to rob or kidnap or something and all I heard was rustling of bushes and a huge shadow. I had my knife in hand for like 5 minutes before I used my remote car locker to make a noise at that point I heard a raccoon noise as it scurried away. My last camping trip, there was a single non-decipped black crossover SUV at the site. One male, one female. Male wearing a red flannel shirt, girl in a white shirt with a black vest. They stayed the night and were up till about 5 am drinking whiskey and spitting it into the fire. They slept in till roughly 2 pm. Around that time, another nondescript black crossover SUV shows up and a guy in a red flannel shirt and a girl in a white shirt with a black vest get out. They seem confused because checkout is around noon. The sleeping party is horrendously hungover, but manages to get their shit put away and drives off. The new party spends the night drinking whiskey and doing interpretive dance routines to see her around the fire until 5 am. I went camping in the North Cascades this summer. All of the developed campgrounds were full but I found a little access road at dusk. It clearly said no camping but I didn't really want to start driving around in the dark so I just planned on taking off really early. I was a little uneasy about getting caught, but put up my tent, read a book, and closed my eyes. I immediately started having very realistic dreams of a powerful angry wind taking down my tent. Like a howling tornado. I would wake up and everything would be calm, my dog sleeping peacefully at my feet. This happened all night. The worst part was I knew I was dreaming by like the fourth time and it was so hard to snap out of it. 
I got a very distinct feeling that I was not wanted there and something was trying its damnedest to make me leave. I left the nanosecond it was bright enough to pack up. I was out in the mountains for four days by myself. Felt like I was being followed over 30 plus miles. First night I slept not in my tent, it was destroyed and cut to pieces. On a two-week solo backpacking trip I had four days in seclusion between ranger station check-ins. On the first day of the seclusion, I felt like I was being stalked. As I lay in my tent that night I could hear what sounded to me like footsteps around my camp but never coming too close. In the morning, I checked all around and found no evidence of footprints or having any wildlife around me. I broke down camp and took off trying to put it behind me. The second night was the same thing. I grew so paranoid that when I would hike during the day I would go over rocks, walk through streams, anything to try and break the trail so I couldn't be tracked. I'd go around a blind turn and then sit there for an hour waiting to see if something would come behind. At night I couldn't sleep for more than 10-15 minutes before waking up. Finally I got to the ranger station check-in and told them what I had been experiencing. I went and set up camp as close to the station as I could. Later the rangers, they offered for me to sleep on their couch for comfort and so I could actually sleep. I accepted and stayed the night indoors. I walked out to my camp in the morning and it had been destroyed. My tent was cut on the side, sleeping bag ripped and backpack turned inside out. The rangers came and reported it, took pictures and everything. I ended up getting one of the rangers to give me a ride back to base camp and going home the next day. This story ended up being much longer than I had originally anticipated and I apologize for the long read. I will say that in all the years I've told this story people usually respond, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. So, I hope you take the time to enjoy it. This story occurred in the summer of 2008. I grew up in Oregon and was acquainted with the outdoors at an early age. My favorite hobby came to be hiking particularly in areas that are either very dangerous or isolated. The health benefits of hiking were secondary to the thrills of walking the edges of exposed cliffs, being in cougar and bear territory, and knowing that I was far from help. Into the Wild was released in the fall of 2007 and I immediately fell in love. Being a high school senior, I could barely go another week living in my parents' house. The movie spoke to my sense of adventure and inspired me to hike the California portion of the Pacific Crest Trail upon graduation. I made it from the Mexico border to Northern California without much incident. I saw rattlesnakes and black bears, experienced dehydration, but nothing happened that made me fear for my life. Somewhere in the Lawson National Forest in Northeastern California, I walked around a bend in the trail only to be startled by two people sitting on a rock dressed in nearly all white. Their faces were dirty, their appearance disheveled, and the man had a long unkempt beard. Both seemed to be in their forties. They looked like the couple who kidnapped Elizabeth Smart. What struck me as odd about the encounter was encountering anybody at all. I frequently went days without seeing a single human being. 
Their white clothes could be explained away by the need to escape the California summer sun. Their scruffy appearance could be explained away by the fact that most through hikers abandon personal hygiene on the trail. After I said hello, they said nothing and simply watched me as I passed. Even that I didn't find odd. I chalked it up to them being foreign and not knowing what to say. I camped a few hundred yards off the trail that night, as I always did. Following bare precautions, I hung the leftover food I had cooked that night from a tree approximately five feet off the ground. Packing up camp in the morning, I noticed the food wasn't there. I immediately thought a bear had entered my campsite and so I began to look for paw prints. I didn't find paw prints, but I did find boot prints circling the campsite, two pairs of them. One of those prints led right up the rope from which the food was hanging. I thought of the couple I had passed earlier and everything clicked. I quickly packed up and left. My mind was racing the entire day, but I figured the couple was simply hungry. If they had nefarious intentions, they would have come for more than the food. Several days passed and my mind was at ease again. I had begun to circle my campsite with sticks to wake me in the event of an intruder, animal or otherwise. I awoke in my tent one night to the sound of those sticks crunching. I grabbed my hunting knife. I tried to relax by telling myself that in the middle of nowhere, the source of that noise is much more likely an animal than a person. Then I heard frantic whispering. It was impossible to tell which direction the voices were coming from. Being in the dark, surrounded by trees, a hundred miles from the nearest city plays tricks on your senses. I debated yelling out claiming to have a gun but instead decided to be silent and retain the benefit of surprise. I heard footsteps circling my tent and was ready to slash in whatever opened it. But just like that, it was over. No more footsteps, no more whispering. I lied frozen awake in my tent until sunrise and opened my tent to find nobody there. The only evidence something had actually happened were the boot prints, the same as before. Several more days passed and I was now in Shasta National Forest, probably 50 to 75 miles from where I first encountered the couple. The trail became more or less a goat trail. Being on the side of a mountain and above the tree line, I could see the trail winding for miles in front of and behind me. I stopped for water in the rare shade and noticed two hikers miles behind me. All I could see were two white dots moving along the mountainside. I immediately said out loud, this trip is over. I pulled out my map and looked for the nearest town, which appeared to be Castella located off I-5. The only problem was that it was 25 miles away. I hiked well into the night trying to gain as much ground as possible. I kept losing the trail and decided to set up camp, this time far off the trail and into the forest. I got in my tent and tried to sleep but every little noise kept me awake. After a few hours in my tent I heard the telltale signs of another bad night, the footsteps, the whispering, the sticks breaking. Sound travels far in the absence of other sound. I knew they were close, but wasn't sure how close. All I could think was this is messed up, this is so messed up. God damn it. Finally a flashlight hits my tent lights up the entire thing, and goes dark. I unzipped my tent and climbed out carrying my knife, yelling nonsense into the dark. 
It was sort of like that cliche scene in movies where people in the wilderness hear sticks breaking around them and the camera pans around the trees because the people have no idea which direction the sound is coming from. Then I heard footsteps running towards the tent and barely made out a figure moving in my peripheral vision. I turned and ran deep into the forest. I tripped several times and ran into several trees. After running for approximately five minutes I tripped, rolled, and came to rest next to a downed tree. I got under the tree trunk and laid still. I saw the flashlight moving around in the distance. I laid under that tree for hours. I was certain they were gone but I didn't move. Eventually birds started chirping and I knew sunrise would come soon. Once it did I made my way back to the trail, abandoned my campsite, and walked the rest of the distance to Costello where the Pacific Crest Trail crosses I-5. I hitchhiked my way to the town of Mount Shasta and spoke with the police and forest service. They put me up in a motel for the night, and my parents drove from Oregon to pick me up the next day. I followed up with the police and forest service months later who told me there had been similar reports of items disappearing from campsites throughout the surrounding national forests. However, there had been no other reports of the terrorizing that I experienced. As far as I know, nothing ever came of the couple.